Welcome to our podcast, The Why in Your Twenties. My name is Viv, and I'm Nat. We are two counselors in our mid twenties, navigating our adulthood away from our home country, exploring the why questions we encounter relating to relationships, identities, and uncertainties. So whether you're listening to our podcast while going for your walk or doing your chores, anything, welcome on board and let the journey begin. Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of the Why in Your Twenties. Yay! How's your week been, Beth?、Uh, it's been good. It's been good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't great, but it was can survive. Can survive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Hanging there. Yeah, hanging there. How yeah. was yours? Mine is. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is okay. Slash bad.、Mm. I felt my driving test. Um, yeah, I'm processing it, but it's okay. And I think we both have like quite a average or below average week. It's average. I feel like it's average.、Yeah. Um, and I think that's okay. It doesn't have、life. to. Yeah, I hope all the audience have a great week as well. If you're same as us, having an average week, I hope you are being nice to yourself and giving yourself that space to be present with your feelings. Yeah, and hopefully this episode will help you go through at least. Forty minutes of your time, and not think about the stuff that you're going through. Just like an escape. That's, that's avoidance. <laughs> it's just for forty minutes. It's okay. Yeah, okay. Like, you you can avoid at at certain points when、that、you don't feel、true. like you you can actually tackle the things you're going through. Yeah. So forty minutes. No, avoid all the way. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's not triggering. <laughs> oh yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what are we talking today? We're talking about first year as international students. Hmm. Do you remember? Do you remember what it was like for you? It's been five, six years now. Yeah, around since I came to Australia. What about you? Is it around? Um, I think I came in twenty sixteen. Yeah, seven years. I'm、mm. a bit older than you. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can guess. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so it's been quite a few years, but I can still remember roughly on my first year as an international student.、Mm. Um, I think the overall on like the first year is I would say a bit of roller coaster as well.、Mm. There's good time and bad times, and but I would say overall is quite positive to me. What about you? Um. I I think it's very hard to remember distinctly only the first year.、Mm-hmm. I think I categorize the whole experience of being an international student.、Mm. Um, it was three years, and honestly, f- even for first year, um, I didn't spend a lot of time in Australia in Brisbane because I went back home during winter break and summer break. Yeah. So that was three three months, four months、mm. already. Um, but yeah, first year it was a mixture of. Excitement, yeah. Disappointment, just adjusting in general.、Mm. Yeah. Do you remember your first? I think we have shared in the previous episode on your tragic experience on your first day in Australia. Yeah. But other than that, is there anything else that happened on the first arrival for you?、Mm. I remember the feeling of getting to the airport. Mm-hmm. Stepping out of the arrival gates, it was very memorable because I've been here and it feels like oh I'm back here again. I I came here to visit previously, right? But it was just like oh it's kind of familiar because、mm-hmm. I've been here. But other than that, yeah, it's just kind of a roller coaster on the first day.、Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned in previous episodes, it's more about not knowing where to stay, not having accommodation,、mm-hmm. just having to figure that out and work around it.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. That was my first day. What about yours?、Yeah. That sounds quite hectic for you. It it was.、Um, but I think the whole experience itself, even preparing to get here,、yeah. it was still pretty hectic. Right. Because like a lot of first, a lot、mm. of new stuff.、Mm. But it's more about excitement at that time, honestly.、Mm. Yeah. I think for me, I'm very protected and privileged, and my parents came over with me. So. And my sister at that time she's in Brisbane, so she fly down as well. It's a family trip before the semester start.、Mm, so you studied in Sydney. Yes,、mm. I studied in Sydney, but I was not alone. So I got a lot of help from my parents as well. 
very thankful that they're very supportive and mm. make definitely make my first day or first week in Australia more manageable. Mm. And once they left, at least I have some experience in Sydney already because I've never been to Australia. It's my right, first right. time. So yes, compared to yours, mine is quite positive. And at least we, we even rent a car and drive around Sydney and even to Blue Mountains or like Port Stevens. Wow. So it's, it's a good start, I would say. Mm, yeah. Mm. So did you stay with them on your first week here in Sydney? And the first day, yes. And then I moved to college, college dorm. Um, but I still meet up with them every day. Just to like you know buy buying those daily necessities um to exploring the uni and my dad loves to take pictures so taking pictures ah uh, yeah. yeah it must be a good memory honestly I, I would say so especially it's like I see it as a family trip so it's yeah. quite positive to me because yeah, yeah. I think a lot of students international students their parents come with them mm. yeah I don't know why my parents didn't come I don't think we even talked about it I think it was just very natural okay you're going to study mm. so you're going there they're not studying so they they're not right. coming with me mm. yeah but interesting because I know a lot of a lot of international students have their parents or someone yeah to come with them just to settle everything yeah. finding a place um, just being familiar with the whole neighborhood itself. Mm, so you sort out all the banking stuff alone? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's... <laughs> to be honest, that was pretty easy. Because mm. I just went there and they were, they were pretty used to student, international students going in. Yeah. Just ha- have everything prepared then. Mm. I think it was sorted within five minutes, honestly. I think it's just the idea that scares people. Mm. Like going to the bank and going to accommodation mm. alone. It mm. sounds so add out. Yeah. And at that time, I was some girl like 18, some people 19. So it's still scary to think of those things. Mm. But as you said, like once you actually did it, it's less scary than you thought. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that was our first day or week of arrival mm. in our respective cities in, yeah. in, in Australia. Um, and you it, got orientation? Yeah, I came... I, oh, the f- first day, it was actually Valentine's Day. Ah! <laughs> I came in February, uh, came on February 14th. Yes. So I still remember. <laughs> um, I think it was just a week before orientation. Yeah. Did I go there? I, th- hmm, I think I did. Mm. But I didn't talk to anyone because I was very shy. Yeah. I still am. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm a very shy person. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a very shy person, so I didn't talk to anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't talk to anyone, so I just walked around. I was too shy to talk to anyone. Too shy to get free stuff. And it was a pretty small orientation because QUT was just the GP campus. Yeah. So I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't really experience a lot of it. It was just walking mm. through the campus. Yeah. That's what I remember from orientation. I can understand. I, I feel like I struggle to make friends in uni as well. Mm. One, because I'm not sure is it for you in QUT, but in UC, there's a lot of... I would say majority is Caucasian as well. And mm. at that time, I didn't join any Hong Kong society. So the environment is very different than you would have experienced if you're in a Hong Kong university. We're assuming. Yes, assuming. So that's at the extra barrier in taking that first step to meet people as well. I know you said you're shy Mm. and maybe we're like introvert Mm. or... And it's just scary. You're still exploring the environment. So I think it makes sense that... Yeah, I think it's just uh, the environment itself wasn't... I'm not saying it wasn't friendly, but it was... I just felt very out of place. Mm. There were a lot of Asians, a lot of international students. Mm. It's just, it was... It feels like they came in packs. They already knew each other before coming here. Mm. A lot of them did. Like Chinese students, they have their own groups. Yeah. Like chat groups. Yeah. Um, even other like Indians, they have their own chat groups. Mm. So they actually, they know each other beforehand. Um, and a lot of them come together. Mm. Um, 
which I think it just made it easier for them to have that support, even yeah. though they don't know each other that well. But that is a support. Yeah, it, it, I actually agree because it feels easy if you have friends going together yeah. and less scary.、Mm. Yeah, because I start in July. Oh, so it's not the normal semester one. Yeah, in February, our orientation is shorter and smaller. So I don't think I went there.、Mm. Maybe I just walk past, like walk through quickly, and hopefully no one stopped me to chat. <laughs>、um, so I didn't join any like society and stuff.、Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm also quite different from your experience as well because I live in college. Right.、Um, it makes me easier to meet new people, and、mm-hmm. because you have like dinner together in the dining hall,、mm-hmm. it's easier to. Chat with different people. Yeah, you're in the same corridor, and we have like small group with the RA, so、mm. it's easier to make new friends and stuff. So I would say living in college compared to you in student accommodation can be quite different as well. Yeah, I think even I think it depends on the person. Where even if they live in the same place, they、mm. will still have different experience、mm. based on their personality or how they or the people that they actually live with.、Mm. I think it's also the people that you met.、Um, because I've met a friend. A huge shout out here to Alice. I've give I've asked consent to say her name on that podcast. <laughs>、um, But I think it's very important to share because ev- I I feel like everyone need a friend like Alice in their life. Oh, that's so that's so sweet. Yeah, I wish I or I've told her my how thankful and grateful I am that I met her. But I wish I could have told her earlier.、Mm. Um, and do the same thing to other people as well. But yes, she's my first Australian friend that I met in college,、mm. and she's so nice because. I think I still do now that if I don't understand anything, I'll just pretend that I understand and just not or just laugh <laughs> or just keep quiet.、Um, but she's the first one that pick it up, and she will actually stop the whole conversation in a big group and explain.、Oh, A lot of my、no. friends' group are international student or exchange student as、yeah. well. We have no idea what Love Island is. Oh, the show.、Uh, the show. I、oh, think、okay. that back then in 2017 is quite new. Um, but again, we are new to the Australian culture as well, and、mm. we are very confused why all the Australian gather in the living room at night to watch Love Island. I still don't get it, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I sort of understand. Like, I don't really like that show. No offense to. Or the fans for Love Island. This is different perspective. Yeah, different pre- preference, preference、yeah. and interest. Um, but she'll actually start. That's just one of the example and explain what it yeah, is. Yeah. And a lot of other cultures or like even words like slangs, they say thongs in like slippers,、uh, oh, slippers、yeah. in thongs, and it's kind of out out of place. I feel like. I still, I think I converted to more the Australian. Yeah, thing, you're、yeah. you're very whitewashed. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know about that, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like something words or culture wise.、Mm. She have the patience to、mm. explain it to us. That、mm. makes international student or exchange students emerge in the Australian culture easier. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very thankful that I met Alice in my first year, and I think that absolutely helped me to get used to the college life or、mm. like uni life so much easier. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Shout out to Alice. Alice.、Uh, Alice. 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 Alice in the Wonderland. That Alice. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Alice.、Um, I definitely agree with you that、mm. all、uh, first year international students would want a friend like her. Yeah. 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 Just help the transition to be smoother.、Um, just to understand the culture itself,、um, the way they use their words and everything. Yeah, was 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 she your your first friend? No. Okay. No. But first Australian friend that we still keep in touch now. <laughs>、oh. <laughs> no, I think like she's the. I don't think she's the first friend that I met, but like first semester, I would say.、Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I actually remember my first friend that I made here. Mm. It's actually a very funny story because um, I couldn't move into the student accommodation, so I couldn't make any friends because I couldn't meet anyone. Yeah. In in the apartment that we were supposed to share, mm. so I just went on Facebook because they have a Facebook group for all the people who are living there, just to talk to each other, socialize with each other, meet new people because it was just easier through that. I went through the. Participant, not participants. Member. Yeah, the members list, and I opened their profiles to the Asian people. Yeah, <laughs> I opened and then I just messaged them saying, "Oh, this kind of contradict to my shy personality." Eh? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I messaged them saying, "Hey, uh, I live in this accommodation mm. as well. Do you want to meet up?" So I think I met up with a few of them, mm. and I just organized. Oh. Uh, like a few of us are going there.、Mm. If anyone else want to join, can join kind of thing.、Mm. I like you take the initiative to contact the person and meet new people. I did the same with you, eh? Yes,、yeah. you did. <laughs> yeah, no, and and she keep denying it because you always say I'm the person to message you, but actually you're the first person that messaged me. No, I agree with that. No, you. But after that, it's not. After that, I think we just don't message each other. No, no, I think she, that's her theory. If you get close to that person, <laughs> then she don't have to put too much effort in maintaining that friendship. <laughs> just not the texting part. Yeah. Well, well, I agree because I don't text as well. <laughs> um, um, but I think we see we have a lot of common friends or like common group. Yeah. So we see each other quite often anyway. I think we see each other because of this podcast, though. No, but even last year. Ah,、uh, true. Yeah. Yeah, that was a very big tangent. Oh, <laughs>、um, <laughs> yes. So going back to my first friend, yeah, we met up in a group. I think we went to get pizza, Domino's. It was just in the city, and yeah, that's how I met my first friend. It wasn't like very close friend,、mm. but it was a very interesting friend to have. She's a lot of fun,、mm. um, but she studied here in high、mm. school, so she has her own social circle.、Mm. Um, but it's just nice to finally know someone in Brisbane. I would assume. I think going back to what you said previously, it's quite hard, especially for international students, because we are all alone. Whereas a lot of people at uni, they already, I don't know, Australian. They have a bunch of friends in high school, and then they went to the same uni, or they are international student, but they come with like a group. Yeah. So for international student that is alone and start from scratch, it can be. Quite hard, especially for people that starting in the like me starting in the second semester as well.、Mm. A lot of people already know each other. They have like their own friend group, and it's like you have to fit into them. Yeah. Um. I think that's add extra challenges on it as well. But I think we both would agree taking the initiative to approach new people, and even though we are like shy, but it's that first step and makes it easier to. Make more friends in the future. Yeah, I mean, technology really helps with Facebook Messenger and everything.、Mm. What's that? It it just made it easier for me to reach out to other people. Yeah. Yeah, just take advantage of that. Because、mm. if if they don't reply, then honestly, there's no harm no foul. Because you're not gonna see that person anyways. Yeah, that is true. And I wonder how long it takes for you to feel belong in Brisbane. It really depends on what you mean by belong, belonging.、Mm. What do you think it is? <laughs> Why do you laugh? It's it's a hard question. I I think to be fair, I don't I don't think I belong here till now. No, not till now. But、mm. those three years, I did not feel like I belonged here,、mm. especially. I have the goal of going back to Hong Kong right after I graduate,、mm. so I just see this as a very temporary thing. Right.、Ah. Um. And as I said, I go back to Hong Kong every 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 chance I get. So I really don't stay here much.、Mm. What about change the question a bit? When do you feel you finally settled in? Settled in my place. Yeah. Oh.、Uh- I just do you do you have one? Do you have a moment where you feel like you've settled in? You you actually belong in Sydney. Maybe if you answer, it'll give me some perspective of.、Mm, I think I do. I wouldn't say it's the first year, but maybe towards the second year where you no longer need 
Google Maps to go to different place every time. Ah. Um, like you know which bus or train to take to different places. Mm. Uh, you know what's the best restaurant, any restaurant nearby. And I, it's very abstract, but the feeling of you are not new to this city anymore. That you know where things are, uh, where to get different stuff. You know, like Kmart, Target, Coles, Woolies, and you feel a bit more local. I think、mm. that's when I feel I finally settled in. I don't think I still I belong to that place yet, but at least I've settled and know where things are. I think that takes me a year and a half. I would say, yeah.、Oh. That's actually quite a short amount of time to actually feel belong, belonging here, and I don't think I settled down. I think I settled, but I didn't feel belong. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.、Hmm. Does this give you some insights? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a very hard question for me. It's because what you said. It's throughout the three years that I've been here during my undergrad. I didn't feel that at all because I did not even explore the city itself.、Mm. So I did not know where to go when I had to get a certain thing. I don't know where's the cheapest bed sheets or what whatever it is. Right. I don't think I've even been to Kmart in those three years. Really? Yeah, because I I just stayed in the city even though、mm. I didn't explore the city. Yeah. I think I went to Sunnybank once. Yeah, I didn't really know where to get things.、Mm. And I think that's okay because that's a lot of things you need to get used to.、Mm. Uni, you know, study, just the way of going to uni, and that takes I would say one semester to get used to it. Yeah, I think one second year or third year where when my mom came and visit, she explored a lot. She explored more like during that one month, she explored more than I explored. That two years, right? So she told me, "Oh, you can get this there, you can get this there,、mm. kind of thing." Because I think it's just personally, I get very anxious if I go to a new restaurant, go to a new place.、Mm. I don't know how to pay.、Mm. I don't know a lot of things, so I just, I just avoid it.、Mm. Till now, honestly, I, I feel the same as well.、Mm. But, but now it's more about, oh, you have to do it, so、mm. can't avoid it. But、yeah. back then, I just avoid it because、oh, I'm not gonna be here anyways.、Yeah. Three years, I can. Survive without knowing a lot of stuff. Right. So you're doing the minimal. Yeah, exactly.、Mm-hmm. It's more like surviving. Yeah. That's enough. That is actually true. I agree with that as well because I live in college.、Yeah. Again, I know very privileged that. They provide meals to me as well,、mm. so I don't have to cook free meals at college. I even sometimes go back to college in the afternoon to have lunch and then go back to uni because it's just walking、mm. distance.、Mm. So I don't really have to go to the city and explore. And at that time, I'm not working, so I don't have money to go to restaurants and get takeaway because you have to pay the college for meals. So yes, I'm I'm the same with you. The first year, I didn't really explore that much. As well,、mm. yeah. But would you say that's the biggest challenge that you have? Is you struggle to explore the city, and you're trying to do the minimal? Yeah, I just didn't want to explore much, and I think it would really help if someone else was there to help me explore as well, where the other person actually know the the neighborhood more. So I I I actually try to make new friends to actually whether if it is to explore together or having that person to guide me in exploring the、mm. the, the place here. And I actually went to a Hong Kong Society event. I definitely felt out of place there because they were talking in Cantonese、mm. first of all. And at the time, I was very reluctant to talk in Cantonese because、mm. I just didn't feel very confident in it. For reference, I study in, in an international school, so I didn't use much Cantonese with my friends, and they were just talking a lot of just a lot of words I actually didn't understand. Whether it's like just normal vocabulary or even swearing, I did not understand.、Mm. So I learned a lot of new words. Like swear words. I learned a few,、mm. but I actually can't remember them. I think I learned it. I learned most of my swear words、mm. in the past two week, two years, but.、Right. <laughs> But yeah, so the first event was that, and we had to do. It was more like a scavenger hunt where we had to go around the city. So、yeah. it helped ex- help me explore a bit. 
um, we had to go to KG campus as well and then going around GP and going around the city mm. so that was a very good event in mm. helping us to explore Brisbane mm. but just the people I, I didn't feel very comfortable with mm. and I think it's just it says more about me that I judged them before actually talking to them to be honest right so after that first event although now that I look back it's actually a pretty good event at the mm. time I felt out of place so I did not continue going right Right. So I then joined the society itself. Mm. I just joined the one-off event thing. Right. Yeah. So that was the first time joining the event, and I did a lot of first things like first time taking the bus, mm. first time I think first time buying boost or like first time mm. doing a lot of different things in the city. Yeah, and I think those association are there for a reason. Oh yeah, that helps first year student to get used to the environment quicker and meet new people, and once you make friends then you can explore together yeah. around the city or like, you know, things that you guys are interested in. Yeah, I think yeah. it's definitely very helpful for a lot of people. But I think that excitement, it, it didn't last for long. The excitement of being in a new city, it didn't mm. last for long for me. Mm. Yeah. For me, it's mm. maybe last for a month or two. A month? Mm. Yeah, because I live in college, there's mm. a lot of events and you make new friends. And because I don't have quite good experience, back in high school so it's a new environment mm. a new start for me everyone is very friendly mm. I'm not saying on a deeper level connection as a friendship yeah. but on the surface level everyone is very friendly and mm. very caring as well but I think it goes down I won't say it's downhill but things get a bit more tricky mm. when semester starts and mm. study wise is quite hard for me because I I didn't go to an international school. I went to a EMI school, which is taught in English, but it's still a local school. Local in, school in Hong Kong. Yes, yeah. and my study is quite average, so I can read English, but my speaking or like listening is not as fluent as local. Yeah. Obviously. And at the time, I'm doing psychology and marketing. Marketing is alright; it's quite easy. Psychology, they have a lot of vocabulary mm-hmm. or. The lecturer speaks really fast as well, so it's quite hectic for me to catch up with it. I was struggling, so I listened to the lecture recording in 0.75 speed. I know mm. a lot of people speed it up, but I need to slow it down, yeah. type out everything to make sense of it. And that one hour lecture can take me like three, four hours to understand. So obviously then I spend less time with my friends because I'm focusing on my study. I didn't really go to uni for psychology because I'm like, I I couldn't understand in person anyway. I'll just listen to the lecture recording Mm -hmm. in my room. So I I was quite isolated around that time. But once I get more used to it in the next semester, it's definitely easier and Mm -hmm. more manageable. Mm But I would say it's quite different from what I expected is going to a new country, a new start, having fun, partying all day, um, meeting different people and exploring Australia mm. together is mm. very different from what I expected. But again, as you said, we do what we need to do to survive. If you ask me if I would do the same thing again, I will because that's what I have to do at that moment. Mm, mm. But yeah. But I think the adjustment part arrives soon after the excitement. So the excitement phase is quite short for me. Mm. And after that excitement, did you did you feel homesick? Did you feel like you weren't home? Or like did you have kind of like a breakdown of why I'm here kind of thing? Mm. No, of course I cry. Like, I'm a cry. I love to cry. So so it's not abnormal for me to <laughs> not cry. Um, I think one thing that I find it hard is adjusting the life and feeling mm. home. And I find usually I feel homesick when during the exam period oh, or like okay. week. We have like 13 weeks. It's usually around week 11 or week 12 that you know you're going home soon mm. but you're still here and all the exam and assignment all the stress adds up as well. Yeah. I find it around week 11, week 12 is the hardest time mm. and most likely that you will feel homesick. Is that the same for you? 
I don't think I felt homesick per se. Mm. Honestly, like whenever my parents or my sister they ask me, "Oh, do you miss Hong Kong? Do you miss us? Do you miss home?" I I say yes because mm. I do. But at the same time, I wouldn't categorize that as homesick mm. because I didn't want I didn't want to go back. At the same time, I didn't want to be in Brisbane. Mm. Um, but I think for a lot of people, for a lot of people, um, they get homesick when they actually get physically sick, like when they get a fever, they get a, mm. they get I don't know, sick, just physical sickness, mm. illness. That's when they feel homesick because they have someone to take care of them back home. Whereas here, you don't have someone there mm. to do that. Um, and I was waiting for that to happen, but I just didn't get sick. <laughs> Your immune system is so strong. <laughs> I I think yeah I think it's sick so I yeah I waited for that moment but mm. it just didn't it, it didn't happen. Mm. I actually agree because especially when you're sick and mm. you don't have anyone to look after you like your parents is not around mm. that is it helplessness or just feel like more lonely mm. around those time as well yeah I think I think so because um not all families but most families if you're sick at home someone a parent a guardian or just anyone there that cares for you mm. they will help you with different things in life that makes your life easier mm. or whether just asking like are you feeling Feeling okay now? Are you feeling better? Like just mm. these things. It I think it just comforts the person. Yeah. Did you Did you ever get sick during those three years or first year? I got hungover. <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite early because it's the first week of uni, and it's not what I intended to. I went to a college event, and I'm I don't really drink in Hong Kong, mm. and I just turned eighteen. So obviously, I it's probably the f- I only drank twice or like three times in my life. So I was not planning to drink on that day. Mm. Um, so I went to the event. Everyone is holding like those canned beers or like cider, mm-hmm. and I don't want that because I don't like it anyway. Mm. And I saw towards the end of the drinking session, they have a bucket with like watermelon, oranges, grape, and it, it looks like a fruit punch with alcohol. Fruit punch with alcohol, no? Well, they didn't have the label said there's alcohol in it, and the fruit punch that I got in Hong Kong, they don't have alcohol in it usually they do really? <laughs> well maybe I'm just too uncultured <laughs> uh, but yeah I didn't know so I just thought yes it's juice I want that because they usually have like quote unquote kids kids drink and adult drink in an event and because I know some people that haven't turned 18 mm. so they would have got non-alcoholic yes, drink yes so I went for that and because I don't know anyone at that time so what you can do other than talking eating and drinking right and I just keep eating and drinking and they have like I still remember it because it's such a well that's the memory I've got that night they have garlic bread and pizza so it's all like those food that is very Um, um, So it's all the food that makes you want to drink more liquid. Yeah. So I think I drank maybe a liter. A liter? Yes, because I used those plastic cups and I think I refilled it four times. And I drank quite quickly because because of the food. And I I forgot what happened afterwards. I just, the next day I woke up in my room. And then my, my RA came to me and told me what happened last night. And I saw my phone because I was like taking selfies with different people that I don't know them. <laughs> and then I was like sending weird test message to my friends and it's just, yeah, I don't want to be there again. It doesn't sound very nice. No, it does not. It's horrible. And I feel really sick that morning, of course, yeah. as expected. And I think at that time, oh, I wish like you know someone can help me to get some food or because i was literally hugging the toilet the whole morning yeah i think that's the moment i almost say sick and i deserved it because i don't i should have known better that that is alcohol yeah i I don't think the college do it anymore because now they have licensed people there that they Mm -hmm. give out alcohol back in those days it's quite easy to get alcohol without supervision. Yes, that's strict back then. Yes, yeah. yeah, but with all the news and policy changing, thankfully that's not happening anymore, but yeah. Yeah, so going back to that morning, did you feel like you wanted to go home? Did you miss your parents? Or you didn't want them to see you in that state, no? No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. I think it's just you wish someone can bring you food mm. or just 
be like a kid, like where when you're sick and then your parents cook mm. porridge or like bring you food and that moment you realize how protected you are when you're at home and once you mm. in a different country, you're all alone, no one is there to help you, you gotta get up and walk to the dining hall and get food. And, and it's so much better already because I don't need to cook. Yeah, true. And I'm making such a big deal of, oh, I wish someone can bring me food. No, but that's when you f that's what you feel when you're sick, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're very tired and very sick and you want to vomit all the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't really feel sick or like get ill on my first year. But mm -hmm. I, the only time I remember is that time, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel sorry for you, but at the same time, yes, it's the consequences of your own behavior. Yes, I'm not, I'm not blaming anyone. <laughs> um, and I, I, I cannot believe I can't taste the alcohol. Yeah, how can you not taste the alcohol? Like, if, if, you're, if you're that hungover, obviously there should be taste, alcohol taste in that fruit punch. But it tastes really good. It's like drinking juice. Doesn't mean there's no alcohol though. I think because I've never drank fruit punch with alcohol, so I thought that's mm. normal. Or I just feel like, oh, maybe the juice in Australia is just a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think that much yeah. because my thought goes straight to okay, there's cans of bees and cider next to it. Mm. So this will be alcohol. The other side obviously will be non-alcohol. Mm. That's just my thought. Your logic. Yeah. Yes. Um, apparently you were wrong. <laughs> Very <actually> obviously. <laughs> But yeah, would you say overall your expectations of your first year of being an international student similar to your actual one, the reality? I think it's very different for me. Mm. I, as I said, I thought it would be very fun meeting different people, uh, partying. I thought I'm a party person. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not. <laughs> I'm very introverted and I just want to stay in my room. <laughs> but I think I'm pushing myself to be more willing to meet people and at the time at that time mm -hmm. and i'm thankful that i did that as well mm. um but yes i think the study part is not what i expected that takes takes up most of my time mm -hmm. yeah but yeah so i said it, it will, it's very different from what i expected is that mm -hmm. what you expected no sorry for, for your your experience i think it, it it seems like you focus more on the internet being international Mm. than being a student because I think what your expectation is more about being in another country the fun part of it mm. but more neglecting on the part that you're still a student after all yeah I actually agree yeah I think now you said that it's about not neglecting the student part as well and I think I got influenced by my understanding on uni in Hong Kong as well Oh. I've heard oh, a lot of people join societies mm. and um, having fun mm. and of course people only post things when they're having fun they won't post when they are doing assignment or, or like going to lecture I don't know so it, it's always like the fun part that posted on social media yeah and the other side is not seen mm -hmm. so I think I romanticize being an international student and that's what makes the expectation very different mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I think. Is it the same for you that you have expectation being an international student, or you have no expectation at all? <laughs> Why did you ask it that way? Um, because that was that's probably my answer. I had no expectation of being an international student. Mm. I thought it was just oh, it's just gonna be the same as well being an international student in Hong Kong. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> um, and I thought I would, I think the expectation is more about I would adjust very well. Yeah. Just being able to talk to people from different backgrounds. Yeah. And having that chance. Yeah. To do so. Mm. And the reality of it was I didn't do that. I'll say at the time I felt like I didn't live up to my expectations of myself, not the expectations of being an international student. Mm. Where I wasn't social enough. Yeah. I wasn't brave enough to talk to people. Mm. More about that about myself so the reality of it was because I couldn't live up to that expectation of myself mm. I isolated myself a lot so I was in my room most of the time mm. felt like I didn't have the ability to talk to other people mm. just to connect with other people so I just gave up mm. so it's pretty different I would say it's very different from what I expected myself mm. but I think you're 
a bit too harsh on yourself though because you did try to approach people online and making new friends okay so that was the first week of it of mm. my whole experience the honeymoon phase i think i just got into my head mm. yeah I, I think i got into my head yeah in the honeymoon phase where after that after that we are still students mm. everyone or personally i didn't study but, but other people did study mm. <laughs> as being students <laughs> um, and what they study is probably like dent dentistry or just stuff that you actually have to study it's mm. not like me i did marketing so yeah it's just common sense no shade no shade to the rest of the people who study marketing but i love marketing yeah yeah but i i agree with that as well <laughs> Like, I did not have to take a whole degree on it. Yeah. But whatever. So, Ooh. yeah, it was very different from what I expected. Mm. Um, yeah, so you were actually, earlier you were talking about the adjusting to being a student where you have to listen to the lecture at 0.75 speed. Would you say that was your biggest challenge in adapting to the life here? Yes, one of it, I would say. And psychology is not a easy degree. Definitely not. Yeah. And I've never done references and a lot of things are new to me. Writing research paper and getting used to the structure and the word that they use, vocabulary lecture. Mm-hmm. I think on the, I think the first two years, all my assignment feedbacks are poor grammar and oh. uh, better vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Because psychology, they really need concise summary of the report. Mm-hmm. And I think at times can be quite discouraging and attacking my self-esteem more like self-doubt on mm. do I really suit this degree or I should just stay with marketing and get good grades and move on. Yeah, so I think the studying part is one of my biggest challenges as an international student. Mm. Were, there, were there any other challenges that you can think of? I think I'm quite thankful in being able to live in college and towards the second year or third year I became an RA mm-hmm. it's like residential assistant yep. that support new students joining in the college academically or mental health wise yep. and because you are involved in a college that you meet more people and you feel more belong to the mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. that really helps me to emerge in the college and speak more English to different people mm-hmm. so yes I think it's just the first one and a half year that I'm struggling with the academic that makes it hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? What what do, what you say is the biggest challenge for you? Yeah. Um. For me, I'm I'm definitely very blessed with studying in an international school where mm. my English wasn't really a problem. Mm. Uh, writing essays, doing references, the whole structure itself, like essay structure, it wasn't. It just came natural to me. Mm. And also grammar. I've never actually learned grammar. Um. That's what a lot of pe- uh, people said as well. Like even when I asked my Australian friends, you know, is this grammar correct? And they're like, well, what's grammar you're talking about? <laughs> but yeah, I think honestly, my grammar is not great, but it's just oh, it sounds good. Then it came out naturally. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very blessed in that sense where I I was it wasn't too challenging. The mm. language barrier wasn't wasn't there for me. Mm. But I would say just hmm, what was my biggest challenge. Hmm. Should have thought of it, thought of it before. <laughs> it's 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 a very challenging question because I'm actually maybe curious why you decided to just stay in the room and not go out. Is it because you thought it's just this three years you just need to survive and go through it? I think at the time I was going through more of a honestly like a quarter life crisis where I really felt like there was no meaning of living Mm. like what's the point of meeting new friends talking to them and and I'm not never gonna see them again what's the Mm. meaning of me studying if well marketing is so it's so obvious it's so common sense why bother Mm. Um, and even just in daily life there's no meaning to a lot of things Mm. Um, so you struggle to find a meaning in life in life in everything that I do Mm. yeah honestly just like eating or whatever honestly there's no meaning I'm just surviving just for the sake of it Mm. and what you say is quite tough because your family is not around or your friends in Hong Kong is not here or you would think it would be the same if you're in Hong Kong Mm. I definitely 
it won't be the same because different countries and living with family uh, they would take care of what you eat mm. to stay alive mm. so I don't have to take care of myself in that aspect yeah. but I think I will still question what is the point of living, living. Mm. Uh, so I will say that those three let's say two and a half years mm. the first half year probably I was just very excited about a new beginning mm. but it's just more about yeah I just couldn't find any meaning in everything I did mm. yeah. and what change? I think one is mm. I think for me it's really the Christianity part mm. for me I could find meaning towards that because honestly if it weren't for if it weren't for God I think I wouldn't be here mm. yeah I wouldn't be not here on of just living but more about doing everything that I'm doing mm. um, so it's the religious the Christianity that help you find purpose in life yeah well yeah if I'm here living for myself it's not really it doesn't give me much purpose so the only thing that I can find meaning find purpose mm. in is living for God but yeah so did you go to church in Brisbane or is when you're back to Hong Kong? No, I didn't I didn't go to church when I was in Brisbane mm. back then. I it was I went back, um I don't remember if I attended church right after going back to Hong mm. Kong. But eventually I did for sure. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it was Yeah, yeah, I mm. went back to church when I went back to Hong Kong. Mm. Um, but I think the question was very challenging for me because it wasn't I couldn't think of uh, a challenge during the time because mm. that time was my most challenging mm. time so I guess that ex- add an extra layer on top of being an international student is you have other stuff going on in life that adds on that combines yeah because honestly being an international student it's it really didn't seem like a big deal for me and I'm I'm very privileged to actually mm. get to go go up Hong Kong mm. and study abroad. Mm. And honestly a lot of people say, Oh, it's such a good opportunity. You're so blessed. Um mm. so lucky. But at the time I was just like, Oh, I just couldn't study in Hong Kong, that's why I'm here. Mm. Um, this is the only way I can get a degree. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of international students that I met, it's very easy for them to feel isolated. Mm. And if you don't get the right help or met the right person mm. or take the initiative to seek help or make new friends, mm. a lot of things can go downhill. Yeah. And now that I'm back, whenever I see international students and just even one sentence of it feels like I feel homesick or I miss whatever that's back home Mm. honestly I feel for them Mm. because there might be more layers towards that statement and honestly I try my best to be like your friend Alice Mm. (laughs) where I I hope I can be that person for them to help them adjust to the place here to the culture here to the language here to everything that's here yeah just helping them to actually being able to enjoy their studies here Mm. yeah I'm I'm definitely very thankful I met Alice Mm. for sure that helps me understand the culture and make new friends as well like she's Mm. a I won't say she's a mom because in some areas she's definitely not (laughs) but she's very looking after for like international students and that's not what I expected from a local Australian that would do Mm. a lot of people I met as international students they've gone through it Mm. and they help Mm. other international students but yes I think very thankful that Alice being so supportive and in the whole process yeah yeah so we've talked all the challenges is there anything you would do it differently if you have a chance Mm. it's this question is quite common I think not just in this aspect of being an international student Mm. but just in life like oh would you do this would you do this differently would you do that differently if you have a time machine to go back mm. and I my answer is always no mm. my answer is always just let it be because mm. I think I just see it as a growing opportunity a learning opportunity mm. um, even if it's a bad experience mm. um, you can still learn from it yeah mm. that reminds me of a analogy <laughs> I was hoping you could go one without an analogy. <laughs> it's Natalie's analogy time. So it's actually my driver instructor told me one time when I was turning into a side street mm. and said, I told him that, oh, I need to make a detour and get back to the main road um, because I make the wrong turn. He asked me to turn on the next left, but I mm. turned in mm. 
left earlier and he said oh it's okay it's not a wrong way to get there mm. it's still a route that can bring you to the destination mm. so i think it's the analogy that i want to bring up is when you see it it can feels like it's a detour but it's actually part of the main road whatever challenges that you experience either good or bad makes who you are now for you maybe you because gone through that that you be extra caring to international students or you might take the initiative to make more friends or for me it can be you know i take a long time to get used to listening to the lecturer Mm -hmm. at the time it might be oh my gosh i'm so slow I'm taking three, four times of the time than normal people would do. But it makes me who I am now that mm. if at that time I choose to avoid it and quit the psychology major and just stick to marketing, mm. my English might be... I'm not saying my English now is good, but it will be way worse than where I am now. Mm-hmm. So yes, I agree with you. I don't think there's anything I would do differently because mm. I see it all as shaping who I am now. Yeah. But one thing if I need to... If I wish I could do it again or advice or like for people that are listening now, I would say do not romanticize being an international student. Mm. It's not just, as you said, international, but you're also a student that mm. it's not a holiday. Mm. It can be quite challenging. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, I think a lot of people do romanticize being an international student. Actually, I think it's okay. It's okay to romanticize that. But also having that awareness. awareness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's our first time saying this word. I think we talk about awareness mm. every episode. So, okay. <laughs> having that awareness, oh, it might turn out differently. Mm. And it's okay to mm. not have the reality to be exactly the same as the expectations. Mm. And when it's not up to your expectations, what do you do with it? Mm. And how do you cope with that? Yeah. And seek help when you need it. Yeah. And yeah. don't wait it till the very last minute. I definitely agree with this. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely seek help. But before seeking help, you have to need that awareness. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Even if you romanticize it and doesn't like, go to... It doesn't reach your standards, your expectations. It's still a learning opportunity. And that's... I think I see it as that. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes we just need to go through these challenges mm. to grow, to learn. Yeah. And that was like that for me. And mm. yeah, uh, actually I see the whole process, whole experience as a good thing. Mm. It helped me to develop a lot of self-awareness. Mm. Actually helped me empathize a lot with mm. just people in general. doesn't have to be an international student. Mm. And just actually just knowing, honestly, people go through a lot more than they seem. Mm. That actually helped me a lot to have that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anything you feel like um, you have experienced that's stood out to you that's good? Mm. I think for me, overall, it's a very good experience. And definitely being an international student helped me to become more independent. Mm. And now that I'm more capable in looking after myself and sometimes maybe too independent. But yes, overall, I think it's a very good experience that pushes me to grow faster. Mm-hmm. And I've met amazing friends mm. throughout those journeys. So yeah. even though I've gone through difficult times, it turns out to be a very good, as you said, learning opportunity or an awesome journey for me. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just curious for the audience as well. I wonder how your first year is like. Do you have similar experience with me or Viv? Or there's other challenges that you have experienced? Yeah, it's just reflecting back on your first year as uh, as an international student. And also for those who are going to be an international student, just something to be more aware of the challenges that you may face in your first years and just the good things that come along with it. Just enjoy, be present. That's what I would recommend. I do hope your experience and your journey would be, you would enjoy it. Thank you, Nat, for sharing your experience. Wow, so do you. Yeah, and thank you for allowing me to share that experience as well, because honestly, I've never said that. 
to another person. Um, yeah, thank you for sticking around. And we'll see you next Wednesday, listeners. If you want more information, you can check us out on Instagram, the Why in Your 20s podcast. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.